Hello, and welcome back to Immature Themes. Uh, this is episode two. Maybe you've listened to episode one, maybe you haven't. That's not a problem. We'll welcome you with open arms. Come on and have a little sit down. God, no, I'm getting very strange. Anyway, so my name is Tara. Um, this is the second episode. Uh, we recorded this just at the start of isolation, uh, where we were sort of just getting into the groove. We didn't really know what social distancing was um, or how it would affect things or indeed how long anything would go on for. The theme of this episode was songs that encapsulate the feeling of social isolation. Uh, so it's pretty broad, could have been anything. Uh, for some reason, the conversation veers off to Bosco for a little while. Um, if you're not from Ireland, Bosco was a beloved puppet that children really liked with red hair. Um, yeah, and as I don't know, we talk some nonsense about Irish TV shows. Um, and then we also have uh, Greer comes up with. Um, you know, a second podcast that perhaps we'll make one day that's called Were They Actually Ever Decent Looking? Um, so yeah, enjoy and uh, <laughs> let us know if you think they were indeed decent looking. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We're recording this uh, from our homes. I It kind of makes me feel like I'm at work on a Saturday because this is my little makeshift office and work consists mostly of Zoom calls now, but um, where is everyone calling from? Greer, you're in your living room. I sure am. Yeah. Connor's on his couch. <laughs> the wink. <laughs> this is uh, an audio functionality. You have to. <laughs> it captures it. Does it capture the video as well? It does, but I don't want to keep the video. <laughs> well, it's like fucking coming at you. Facial <laughs> podcast. Facial podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and Anya is in her office. Slash playroom. Yeah. Playroom. Yeah, my playroom. <laughs> she said her spare room. Um, so the last podcast we recorded was before um, the end of days has come and taken us all over. Um, and that podcast is still sitting in my office and I haven't been able to go back and get it. So now we're having a Zoom one where hopefully the quality is okay-ish. Um, but yeah, so we're on our, well, just finished our third week of social isolation, um, except for Greer, who is socially, socially, socially isolating um, after he comes back from work. You're still building those subways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the rest of us have been stuck indoors quite a lot. Um, so the theme that I wanted to capture, which is like maybe an obvious one, but I just couldn't put much more thought into it, was uh, how it feels, uh, a song that um, captures how it feels after three weeks of social isolation. So Gregory, I know that you're going to work every day, but at the weekends you're trapped inside. Yeah, so yeah. It kind of captures a bit of that too. Okay, well, who wants to go first? Not me. Not me. <laughs> well, I didn't I guess I didn't say not me fast enough. Um, all right, I had, a little, I had a little think about this. Yeah, well, how um, are you liking your social isolation as well? Let's talk about that before you give us your song. The preamble to the song, yeah. Oh, God. You, all about the preamble will be the, the tag of the podcast episode. Mm. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been a mixed bag. Um, it's 
What's in your mixed bag? <laughs> Mostly bag. despair, a lot of despair. It's like a lucky dip of despair. Um, an unlucky dip. An unlucky dip. It's been grand. There's been like, you know, it's, it's nice to like fucking not have to go anywhere, do anything or like really like. Yeah, but like, remember how we were meant to be in Vietnam right now? And to be honest, sitting on my couch is a lot easier than going to Vietnam. Yeah, true. In a lot of ways. Um, and so I'm it's supposed to be in Buffalo. Not yeah. the same as Vietnam grew. But, uh, you know, I've been eating better. I've been boozing less. I've been sleeping better. I've been working out more. So, like, to be honest, I'm probably going to come out as the healthiest I've ever been. And I don't really want to deal with that <laughs> or reflect on that, you know. What do you um, think will happen? You'll step outside once it's done and just run to a pub and all of it will be undone immediately? I would, there, there will, well, no, but over the, the, the subsequent 20 to 30 days that are in the pub, <laughs> like I'm going to go really fucking hard when I get the chance. I know, and then you'll be booking another trip to Vietnam. <laughs> COVID-2! <laughs> COVID-20! Um... So, you know, I, I kind of, uh, there was like a few ideas that I had about tunes that were just like long and repetitive and depressing. I was thinking that theme too. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of like very long drone sun songs that, that, that would fit the bill. There was one song where the singer recorded it from inside a coffin, inside a hearse, which I thought was like, okay. But I didn't really want to go down that path. Um, I was kind of thinking about the repetitiveness and, and it, it did it did make me, I got to this idea that I had for the, what I want to bring it as an honorable mention. I was like, you know, there's something at the back of my head about like a band that made an album where every song is the same song or something like this. And I, I finally came around to um, The National, right? And have you heard of a lot of sorrow. Uh, no, I don't really know the oh. national that well. So they have a song called Sorrow. It's on, I think, High Violet. And it's a really good song. It's like pretty fucking depressing, to be fair. Yeah, the um, national to me is like sad man music. Yes. Sad dad man yes. music. Um, so a lot of sorrow uh, was this like art exhibition they did at MoMA. Um where they played the same song repeatedly for six hours. Oh my God. And people went to that for six hours? Uh, I don't know. To be honest, it's art, you know? Uh, but that's a little bit what it, what, what it feels like. It's just fucking playing the same song every day over and over again. Um, but that was just my honorable mention. What I really wanted to get to was um, maybe a little more of a lighthearted option is The Gift by The Velvet Underground. Is anyone familiar with that song? Yeah. So The, the, the Gift is, uh, it's off uh, White Light, White Heat. And it's, it's this, uh, it doesn't really have singing. It's got like a monologue. It's uh, John Keel is reading this little like uh, story that, that uh, Lou Reed had written. And it's about this guy, Waldo Jaffers, right? And so Walter Jeffers, uh, his, like, he just moved home from college and he was really missing his college girlfriend. And he's like, 
you know, I wonder if she really misses me too. And he's like, you know, just thinking about this and stuff. And um, he decides he gets the bright idea to uh, to mail himself to her. He doesn't have the money for the bus or for a flight or something, so he decides to mail himself to her. Um, so he gets a box and gets some water and stuff like this and leaves himself at the, at the curbside or wherever for the pickup and gets posted to your one. And then the song cuts to like, um, cuts to the narrative from her, her perspective, the girlfriend's perspective. And she's hanging out with a girlfriend and she's like talking about hooking up with this lad the previous night and talking about how that fucking Waldo Jeffers guy is such a sap and all of this. And uh, meanwhile, like Waldo <laughs> Jeffers is in this box getting delivered for like weeks, you know, to, to, to this girl's house. Clearly not like, a sap at all. Clearly not a sap at all. Weeks, you know, and it arrives like after a week of being in this box. Um, Did he bring sandwiches with him? I think he brought something, maybe a, a thermos of tea. That'll keep you going. And so anyway, this, this box arrives and your one's like with her friend, like, all right, we should open it. And Waldo can hear them and it's like getting really excited. And your one struggling to open the box. So she goes and gets this big pair of scissors from the kitchen and just plunges them into the top of the box, right through the top of Waldo's head, killing him instantly. Um, so right now in isolation, I feel a little like Waldo in his box, you know, but soon the box will arrive and something terrible will happen and someone will metaphorically plunge a pair of scissors into my head, killing me instantly. Well, that's, that's a nice pick there. <laughs> that's not where I thought this was going. I thought you were going to go on to like how he was onto something. And isn't that the safest way to travel right now? <laughs> you were like, fuck yeah, I could, uh, I, I could post get myself. A, I could get a box. <laughs> You don't the have to like. Um, delivery is real slow at the moment, though. So bring two thermos flasks, uh, a tea. A tea, yeah. <laughs> it can't be that bad. Do you remember Bosco? Yeah. He actually lived in a box. My mind just being in a box. Yeah. And he got a, a lot of stuff in there. I always forget yeah. the boy. It was a boy. I think Dead. it was like well, they were her hermaphrodites. Gender fluid. Yeah. Well, no, I think like they they. It had both male and female genitalia. Bosco. Bosco had yeah. genitalia? <laughs> both. Is there an X-rated episode that I haven't seen? Bosco after dark. <laughs> Bosco, Bosco inside the box. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. The box in the box. Remember he used to go down into like his little bedroom and all? I know. I remember being oh, really jealous of my friends that had a Bosco puppet. I really coveted that. That's pretty good. What was the, what, was it a blue door? What was the color of the door? Red? Um, red. It was red, yeah. Was everything red on that show? Because Bosco had red hair. It's just like, like bathed and like red on red on red on red. Like some yeah, kind of, green. like that some kind of sordid brothel. Yeah, if it was green. <laughs> I'm remembering Bosco is way darker than everyone else's, clearly. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're yeah. thinking of the X-rated version that you watch. I was just thinking my favorite program from RTE. T.G. Cahar's RTE, obviously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, 
No, I don't know. I it's like it's, it's, own, it's, it? just its own thing, right? Um, yeah. Her is the um, dedicated Irish channel. And um, did you used to watch that, Anya? Um, fashion Passion or Passion Fashion? Oh, yeah. Oh, it was the best show. Did you guys ever watch it? Oh, I think it would be a good show, not in Irish. Like, I don't know why it hasn't... Existed. What was the premise again? So the premise, so the whole thing is Oscar And the premise is that there is somebody that's going on a date and they have three suitors. And then the suitors pick a date outfit for the person. So if it's a girl, they pick an entire outfit, like dress, shoes, blah, blah, blah. But some parts of the... Um, the episode they actually kind of go through her bedroom and stuff or like she'll yeah. show them things um and it's really funny because some lads would be picking out really slushy dresses and stuff yeah. and then some of them would pick like real mom things and then she picks the date that she wants to go on based on the outfit um yeah. and they were all teachers because those are the only people that can speak irish no but did you your cousin was actually on that your cousin was on it he was one of the lads and he um he went out on the date and everything and so he picked like, a good outfit. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was it. I can't remember. I'd love to see if he. I must ask him. Does he have the video of it or something? It'd be cool oh, to watch it again. But um, yeah, he ended up like going on the date and just for the crack and all. When they came back and they're like, "So how did it go?" Whatever. And he went. He was like, "Oh, it went brilliant," you know. And he got down on one knee and and proposed and everything on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and is he now happily married to that woman? Uh, not that woman. No, he's married to a French woman. So oh. I don't think she was on passion fashion. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was my favorite. Um, non, I guess not RT, but I like the. Um, I liked you like it's such a good show. It would be good even if it wasn't a squelga, you know. Well, because like I can't understand it, so you're just like reading the subtitles. But I just mean as a concept. I can't believe somebody hasn't done this show. Yeah, an idea. Um, you know. Listen, we got all we got, like, all, we got so much fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> Is there yeah, some way do. to do it remote? Well, if you leave your house, can I just go into your house and pick an outfit for a date that you should go on? But then that doesn't really work. Uh, yeah, no, we, I don't we, know. We would have to catalog our clothes. <laughs> and then you go and like mix and match and pick. Then that means things. that we're going date on dates with each other. We'd have to put this, punch this one out into, yeah. Look, it's, think, got, it's got legs. We just need to work on this, I think. Legs, you say? <laughs> It has legs. Um, Greer, do you want to go next? How are you surviving uh, social isolation and or what songs, well, not or, and what song did you pick? Sure. Um, obviously, my, my uh, experience of this whole thing is uh, different to yours in a way. And actually, it's a relief to get home and not have anything to do or anywhere to go and just chill out. So I was thinking because there's nobody, I'm one of the only people out there that's actually commuting and doing whatever every day. It's just like, there's no one there. It's eerie. It's weird. Um, the few people that are on the subway, there's a lot of crazy people and homeless folk and stuff kind of around. And um, I was just thinking, and I'd actually heard the song um, and then you suggested this theme. And I was like, Oh, that's perfect. So it's um, uh, Ghost Town by the Specials. I was thinking that one as well. Oh, that's a good one. I, I saw that coming. I was like, it's, it's got to be ghost time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I don't know. It must have been playing on WFMU or something. Uh, they were playing it one morning. I was like, all right. Well, it's also our national anthem. It's a Father Ted reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I was watching a bit of Father Ted recently as well, actually. Um, yeah. No, that, that's a good call, though, because it's, like, really eerie. Um, yeah. yeah, when we, we watched some of Shaun of the Dead a couple of weeks ago on Zoom as a group. Oh, yeah. And, um, it kind of felt a little bit like that, where they're kind of walking around and, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, even, like, walking around today, it was, like, it feels like, it feels like a really extreme bank holiday. Yeah. <laughs> right, Except yeah. we're that's not on way. Ronnie's <laughs> patio. <laughs> Um, you wanted yeah. to give us your first choice. Did you have a second choice or an honourable mention? <clears throat> um, do you know what? Actually, I, I came up with that one so quickly and easily. I just completely didn't think about it after. But, well, not much. I mean, I, the same way Connor was talking, sort of, you know, um, that sort of doomy, post-apocalyptic sort of vibe of, <laughs> you know, eeriness. I know. I'm um, surprised that you both didn't go into something super depressing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, that, so I was going to start thinking in those lines, but I didn't really, no, I didn't really come up with another, another suggestion. Um, I saw people like, even like Joy Division, Isolation and stuff like that. People were, I hope you two guys didn't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> Some <laughs> fucking saps. Anya hasn't picked anything yet, so she's probably like, shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I did browse over that, but um, no, I didn't. Do you want me to go next while you're still thinking, or do you want? To I go? have thought of something. Oh, okay. I realized it was there all along. I bet you I know what it is. Isolation by Joy Division. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Anya, I Anya. Yeah. Anya, is it Isolation by Joy Division? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it. No, no. <laughs> I went in the opposite direction. My mind went in the opposite direction. Um, to that, I was like thinking about what I want like I chose an album instead of just one song because Ooh. it's one that I want to get on record because I want to open all the windows when it's nice because we've just been letting the air go through the house during the day and it's actually been quite pleasant to yeah. be honest yeah I've been doing um, that as well me too and I want to get Astro Weeks on record and play that because oh, I think it would be really uplifting that's my favorite Sunday morning record to listen to I listen to that most Sundays yeah, but I was I was listening to it the other day. And was, it, was it a Sunday? It wasn't, but I, it did inspire me to make a meme, um, which I shall present to you. Car Morrison, is that what it is? An insane Johnny thing? Um, no, 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 no. The Car Morrison would be good, right? Making memes. You're real. <laughs> Why don't you like Astral Weeks? I was just like listening to it and then I listened to Moondance after an Astral Weeks. So I'm like, what the fuck is this lad talking about? I love Whereas Moondance is like, he's Moon talking about dancing in the moon. <laughs> well, it was Astral Weeks where I realized like that Cypress Avenue in Cork is probably named after that song. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like a fucking street in Belfast. Oh, yeah. Or possibly an avenue. <laughs> um, where do you want to meet down on avenue street <laughs> well there's avenue road in toronto that's true yeah but this yeah, is that's... toronto <laughs> this is toronto torontosaurus rex um polosaurus yeah. t-rex t-rex <laughs> do you have anya do you have a favorite song in astral weeks which might uh might be deemed the song, the pick. 
Uh, my favorite song on Astro Weeks is probably The Way Young Lovers Do. I like that song. Aww. But I don't know that it's applicable to this. I was listening to one of his albums the other day as well. That What's the one that's after Cypress Avenue or uh, Astro Weeks? Not St. Dominic's Preview. No, it's before that. Yeah. Anyways, I can't remember the name of it, but it was really nice. I'd never listened to the whole album before. Hmm. Rediscovering then the man. Seems like a queer prick, though. <laughs> He's a massive dick. We went, to, we went to see him a couple of years ago, and it got to the end of the concert, and the band were all like, way they were expecting him to come back on. He had apparently left and was like, had jumped in a car and was gone. And they were all just still standing around looking at each other. And eventually they were like, oh, uh, sorry, he's actually gone. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize how weird he looked until, um, was it Christmas Day that we watched uh, Into the Waltz? Uh, last the last waltz. waltz. Last waltz, yeah. <laughs> um, the last waltz. And I didn't realize he comes on stage. And is he wearing like a brown velvet tracksuit? Like it's jumpsuit kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, wow. He, uh, he looks... Strange looking dude like a potato you see when when he's young and he's like handsome enough like and he just the potato gets to you at some point in an irish man's life the potato gets to you <laughs> you think he got overtaken by potato? i think he made he made the best of what was there always like when he was younger i don't think if he i don't i don't think he was that bad that's fair i think he presented himself well <laughs> you think so i think so I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and look at more pictures. I'm like, is this, can we just do uh, a celebrity reviews? <laughs> yeah. Um, were, they, were they actually ever decent looking in their lives? <laughs> <laughs> um, Anya, I really thought that you were going to pick um, George Michael, Let's Go Outside, because you were talking about that the other day. Oh, yeah. That would have been a good one. That's what it feels like when it's sunny. You just hear the, let's go outside. <laughs> yeah. what's that other tune um, I think it's by Cult I think it's called Go Outside as well I really want to go outside I really want to yeah I'm like yeah. I, I googled pictures uh, young Van Morrison and I'm like alright maybe uh, yeah oh, that's like a real Noel Gallagher hairstyle he looks like he's about to murder someone or just did murder someone Maybe. I remember hearing a story once. I'm sure everybody did. You know the story about him, and he wasn't. Who was he, mar he married to? Michelle Rocker. Don't know. I have no, I know nothing about his private life. Stayed in a hotel, and uh, he might sue me if this ever goes to me. <laughs> if anyone ever listens to this, um, imagine our first listener, Van Morrison. Yeah, nothing must have time. The <laughs> Van Morrison's <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> But allegedly, allegedly, there was like allegedly shit smeared on the walls of the hotel room and everything after them. Like it was like shit. Bad. Yeah. It doesn't strike me as being into that. No, no. But apparently the place was wrecked, like in every way. They had just oh. like gone crazy. He strikes crap. me as more of like a more of like a dark hunt. That's just like like wouldn't it just strikes me it just strikes me as too much of a dark cunt to even fucking sling shit against the walls you know what maybe I mean maybe it was his wife out of frustration though because he's this is terrible was he married to, to a monkey a <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good right for a song <laughs> Connor you gotta write a song called Married to a Monkey 
Ah, I'm married, I'm married to, to a monkey. monkey. <laughs> right, that'll be the theme next time. What song, songs about monkeys? <laughs> um, Speaking of the monkeys. Oh yeah. Did you see your man died the other day from Fountains of Wayne? Oh, I did. Yeah, oh, yeah. was that coronavirus related? It was coronavirus related. He was only fifty-two. Um, Why did that but what I of the monkeys? So what I didn't realize um, about him until re- until that came out um, was that he did a lot of writing for other people and for films and, and music and stuff and movies and stuff. So he wrote songs. I don't know, like the monkeys are apparently still going or something. Aren't they mostly dead? I don't know, but I think he wrote some songs for the monkeys. Maybe maybe it was in the nineties or something. Nineties. Um, yeah, they were on the in the 90s. Were they? They were. I remember, yeah. I remember watching the TV show when I was a kid. What he did did do, which I didn't realize, which was relevant to my interests, was have you ever seen that film, That Thing You Do? Oh, I love that yeah. movie. He wrote, the, he wrote the main song. Oh, oh. cool. Did he write and the other songs that they did as well? I kind of assume so, yeah. I think he wrote all of them. Wow. But um, I love that, that movie's so good. It's so. It's terrific. So the, I must say, though, on Netflix one time, they had, like, the extended version, or maybe I downloaded the wrong version or something. Don't ever need to watch the extended version of that movie. Like, it's, Does it have, like, an unnecessary scene where Tom Hanks isn't a lovely man? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> There's a lot of unnecessary scenes. Like, things are just a lot longer. And I'm like, this mm. movie doesn't need to be over two hours. What's the name of the movie again? Sorry. That Thing You Do. That Thing You Do. I'm going to see now here if it's actually on Netflix. I've never seen it. Oh, we could watch that tonight. Yeah, I don't think it's on there. I don't think so. It's really good. It's a very enjoyable movie. It's about a one-hit no, wonder in the 60s, 70s? 60s, oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe 50s, even. Liv Tyler is in it. Liv Tyler. I wonder if it's still on. It could be on Amazon uh, either. I don't know. I'll have a look later. But uh, Tom Hanks directed <laughs> it, I believe. Yeah, he did. Really? I think it was his first directing. Mm. Oh, yeah. And he's also, he he's also in it. I don't know. Are Fountains of Wayne any use? Have you ever listened to them? I literally only know that one song, but Stacey's apparently... Mom? Is Stacey's mom then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's uh, a great right. song. Apparently yeah. they're, they've got good songs. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently they do. All right, I'm going to give you my picks then. Um, I have an honorable mention um, that I think Guru will like. Um, because oh, it's great. one of our, well, my favorite Toronto band, Hooded Fang. Their oh, song Ode to Subterranea because um, it's really upbeat and the premise of the song is kind of like um, life pass you by when you're living in a basement. Dreams pass mm. you by when you're living in a basement. Yeah, that's a banger of a tune. Yeah. That's a, that whole album's amazing. Actually. I love that album. It's an album yeah. Graves. But that song always reminds me of like, because I live in a basement. Um, I, I always thought it was Gravis. I think it's what a Z or something. Or I've heard, I must have heard someone um, pronounce it that way. G-R-A-V-E-Z. Yeah. I just say Graves, but I don't know. I, yeah, no, I, I probably would as well. But I feel like I heard either Gravis. an interview with them where someone, someone uh, actually pronounced it that way. Oh, anyway, well, who cares? Gravis. Um, but I liked, I was thinking the same along your, um, you guys' lines that it's kind of easy to go to a super depressing, monotonous sort of song. And I liked that this one's upbeat, even though that the lyrics are sort of like about being trapped in a basement. Right. 
Um, you live in a basement, don't you, Tara? I do, and so does Connor. Seth basement dwellers. <laughs> We're the underground people. Basement dwellers. Moles. It's not that great up here right now. Right, Anya, you're, you're still in the same place, Anya, yeah? yeah? Right. You, ever, you have a basement. We do. It has no windows. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mine, mine has windows. Yeah, you've got lots of light flowing in there. Yeah. What well, your place is great though, Anya. To be fair. Yeah. It's a great price as well. Like I don't, I don't feel like. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with renting rental markets now. I know. Yeah, yeah they might drop a little. You see, yeah. Airbnb. Um, like there's a. I was reading there's a particular like condo tower that's like notorious for Airbnbs, and it now has. 130 units up for rent oh my god wow. that's crazy um so I be curious airbnb, to see well airbnb are already asking for bailouts and cities are telling them to fuck off yeah there was a great it was um whoever the counselor is for fort york spadina um just just had a tweet that was just like no and i was like <laughs> adam something i think Greer, how are you liking living alone? I guess it hasn't affected you as much in this because you're still working. Um, again, no, it's 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 great. Yeah, and I, I was thinking, I was I was chatting to Robbie yesterday, and I was kind of before this all kicked in, I managed to actually get my place set up uh, properly, which is which is deadly. And uh, but I can only imagine. I was thinking of people, especially back in Dublin and stuff. There's, you know, you're, there's very few people that actually live. Uh, just the way the rental market is there, they can, can afford to live on their own. So people, if they're if they're not kind of have bought a house with a significant other, significant other, um, or living with the L pair, they're they're in you know renting with two three other people, you know. And I know I've been very grateful uh, to not have roommates right now. <laughs> yeah, and like bad enough, but imagine then journalists type of crack like you be and each person trying to work from home. Oh, see you later. I often lived with like in in house situations in Dublin where I didn't really know the people I was living with. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuck in like a four bedroom, small four bedroom house. Tiny kitchen where all you're doing is cooking all day. Everyone's on Zoom calls in their room. Oh, internet shit. You're all working from home. Stop, guys. Stop it. I can't even think about it. (laughs) So. Uh, is there, if there's anything to be positive or rejoiceful about now, the, none of us here are, are in that situation. So, yeah. so there you go. That's yeah, I think true. we're all lucky. We've all got our own places and we're all, all so far have been unaffected. Yeah, I, the... worked, I worked outside and got a little sunburn the other day. Nice. I've never been so happy. You were so happy. About that. <laughs> I was delighted. I was like, look at my arm. Look here. here. My nose was red. Uh, to be honest, like even... There are people here that live like on your place is grand because it's big, but there are people that definitely like they live with their partner in smaller places. That's kind of grand if you're or even working. condos that are like studio condos yeah. or anything. They're yeah, like, yeah. I was thinking about my my last apartment. I'd go mad in there. It was so dark and like no outside space. Like, yeah, yeah. That whole house is an Airbnb now. So, ha ha, landlord. <laughs> Okay, but my other pick of song was um, I wanted to get something that was sort of absurd because this feels really 
crazy reading the news all the time or like constantly only talking to people through like a fucking computer mm. or like every time you go outside there's some other different rule and like Trump is saying some nonsense and then Boris Johnson shaking hands and then he has coronavirus like it's all like satire that you couldn't write um so I picked uh Bob Dylan's 115th dream because I've also been having crazy dreams oh yeah yeah so that one is just like all over the place with the stuff that happens and yeah I don't know this sort of feels like a dream now where you're diving from one thing to another and all the days are melding together mm-hmm. what yeah it's pretty surreal what album is that off I don't know if I'm familiar uh, with bringing that. it all back home that's my favorite Dylan album uh, okay cool. did you I, yeah go on Connor sorry did, did you see that new song he released no oh, I don't I tend not to listen to any of his new stuff it was like some like it's like uh let me look it up here. It was like a 15-year-old murdermost file. Um, oh, I think I did see that just like on the internet, but I didn't listen to it. It's 17 minutes long, um, and it's about the assassination of JFK. Yeah, I don't, I don't think my life needs that. Well, you've got a lot of time on your hands now, Tara, so once you, you go through here. all the other stuff yeah it may as well do you think i should listen to all of bob dylan's albums that's what i should do with my time nah you don't have that much time <laughs> how do we rate a, a younger bob dylan in in looks wise was he ever was he ever decent that's our other podcast by the by the way please subscribe <laughs> yeah was, subscribe. <laughs> was, no spoilers. Was, told, was he decent <laughs> was he ever decent <laughs> Um, I don't know I think I would only probably fancy Bob Dylan as like him being a musician I don't know if he was just a regular guy in the street I don't know if I would fancy him and he's a Nobel Prize winner now as well is he really? didn't he win? oh right for literature that was my Halloween costume one year yeah Yeah. do you think it's 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 venturing into dangerous territory if we if we're segueing this this podcast into who would you rather ride young Bob Dylan or young Leonard Cohen Leonard no, Van, Van uh, Leonard Cohen. Oh, that's a trickier question. If it was Dylan or Van Morrison. Here's a, Van Morrison has the. Oh, you got Leonard Cohen, but right there. You're so young. You're so young, Leonard. He wasn't young there. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are so young now. You are so young, Leonard Cohen. The chords. <laughs> Um, I would uh, definitely pick a young Van Morrison over a young Bob Dylan, though, because Van Morrison's songs are quite sexy, and Dylan's yeah. are kind of all political. Here, here's a young, oh, here's another Leonard, but it's actually Leonardo da Vinci when he was young. Very good-looking man, also. You are, I don't think you understand what young is. Young, no, that's, he's got that's a, an old, a good bone structure. Uh, <laughs> 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 all right, bye. <laughs> all right, well. Um, we have our theme that we're going to take out the back of a pocket. Greer, you have it. Uh, is it going to be one collectively or one indivi- one from each of us? One from each of us. Okay. Um, so the only, I, again, I didn't put enough thought into this, but the only one I did think of because uh, I actually had already made a playlist myself just for my own enjoyment um, of my favorite last songs on records. So, oh yeah, um, you got a playlist with me. Right, I was gonna so. listen to it until I was listening to it at your place, and there was like a twenty-minute fish song on it, and I was just like, no. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of long songs. It's like a four-hour play. Uh, it's crazy, yeah, because you know, last songs obviously people 
they've made their statement and the last song is is not a throwaway but it, it's it can be more lengthy can be more experimental uh, How do you or whatever like so, feel about hidden songs or does it have to be last song um that's a that's a, a good question it a hidden song to... is a completely different question in my opinion what uh yeah i guess i guess it is so the problem with that and like making spotify playlists or something similar is that how do you even access a hidden song or are they i'm not sure hidden songs are there I've i never... don't know how they exist in the digital realm actually do you know what i mean i i yeah. feel like i there's a great one on that whip and boy heartworm album like it's almost the best song on the whole record is the hidden song and uh it's hard to get that. I think I looked that one up, but I couldn't get it. Um, but um, anyway, yeah, favorite last songs on record. It's, it's a real thinker. This is a hard to come yeah. up with on the spot. I'm looking. I got for... one. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but first, to continue on the theme of hidden songs, a lot of times, you know, they just stick them on the end of either, you know, on Spotify there'll be an additional track, or it'll be the gap, kind of like it was on the CD. Mm. But I think one of the most egregious examples is um, Songs for the Deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. There's a mm-hmm. hidden song on that? There's a hidden song in the pre-gap of the first song. So I don't know if you ever saw it, but on CDs, you saw, in some CD players you'd see, like, when it started a new song, it would count, like, minus two, minus one, zero, and then it would play. Yeah. And so, like, the way the CDs are set up, there's kind of, like, songs can have this, like, pre-gap. So if you have a song for the Deaf CD and you put it in your stereo, hit play, and then rewind, you can rewind, like, two minutes before the, the CD normally starts, and there's this hidden song, like, right at the start. Um, and I'd had that CD for years, and, I you know... I love that CD. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah, I... I I rewind it. I was like, "Holy shit!" Um, Is the song good? No, um, <laughs> but now just on Spotify, it's just like the fucking first song. You know what I mean? And that's like mm. it's kind of really changes the album as well. <laughs> I'd be, uh, I'd have to like call home. I'd be like, "Here, ma'am, a strange request, but you know, just just go with it. Do you mind going up to the attic? <laughs> Bring the styro <laughs> down and then go up to yeah, the attic." Yeah. Grab the uh, that case of CDs, um, and there's one called. <laughs> you know, I only I only got that recently. The whole songs for the deaf. It's a dumb name. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like it didn't occur to me when it came out. I was just like thought it was a name. I'm like, oh, it's just like songs of bad music that people shouldn't listen to. Mm. I was yeah. My sister was telling me she was playing that the other other week in work. Because she's so my my sister works in a hospital in in Western Australia, and they're they're obviously they look at the it's a hospital for sick kids or going through chemo and stuff. But the the fa- families come in and stay because they're all from all over Western Australia, and um, they're most of them are gone home. But there's there's some critically ill kids or whatever, so they, there's a minimal a number number of families still there, and she she runs the 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 kitchen and stuff, and there's like these stupid vol- everyone's gone home except for her and skeleton staff and uh, there's these Egypts coming in like volunteering like these do-gooders and like she's like we don't need you like just don't come in here and uh, 
she's just like blasting like crazy music in the kitchen just so they won't come near her. Like, <laughs> like she, was, she was she was rocking the uh, rocking the old Queens of the Stone Age the other day. And, oh uh, yeah. that's, that's like some sort of American government shit there, you know. <laughs> there you go. Playing fucking Metallica to Prisoners of War. Yeah. Be like da 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 da. da. <laughs> um, but was but, that your answer, Connor? Or that's a separate answer. That was just for me, fucking getting out some of my frustrations. No, so what I was thinking about this was like, okay, you know, for me, the answer, the, a really good answer would be a song, a band or whatever, a song that's my favorite song of, the, of a given band. That's one of the last tracks on, their, on, the, on, on an album. Because there's a lot of final tracks and albums that I enjoy. Um, but for it to oh, be you like... You mean a, like the very fa- last album they've ever done? No, I just mean that like, that it's my favorite song. Like one of my, like my favorite song of theirs was at the end of one of the albums, which is atypical. I'm usually like a song two or three kind of guy. Um, <laughs> song two, blur. Um, was that <laughs> track? That, that was, was that not appreciated. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thanks, Sonia. So there's probably a, an honorable mention for... Um, you're just like imagining you with these honorable mentions having like tiny trophies for these songs like that's what it feels like it's like uh, it's funny because the honorable mentions get these tiny trophies but the real winners get fuck all (laughs) um but uh the last track on white pony by the daftones is um uh pink maggot um which is the one that they re-recorded for back to school and it's probably the best song in that album it's the best theirs but the song that immediately came to mind for me was um I Quit Girls by Japan Droids. Um, and it's oh, yeah. the last track on their first album. And it's the one that, like, I, I don't find myself coming around to Japan Droids that much these days. But every now and again, like, if, I, if I'm, I'll be like, okay, Google Play, like, I Quit Girls. And I think that's the one, one Japan Droids song I always come back to. And it's the last song on their first album. What there else you do you ask Google about girls? Google, I hate women. Play, I hate women. <laughs> what about, Google, what are they on about all the time? <laughs> Google was really bitchy to John today. He was just like, he was in cleaning around her. And he was like, around her. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> she, she shut him down. I couldn't hear what she said, but I could just hear him going, why are you being mean to me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've just been like, okay, Google. Why are girls so mean? <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, of course yeah, you she... wouldn't fucking understand. Because <laughs> we're not mean. Girls are perfectly nice. Welcome to my world. I don't understand anything. <laughs> That's why I'm fucking asking you the questions. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it can pick you up from there, though. I didn't keep it's mine. So I gave annoying. mine to my dad. Now he has two of them. He's like, I'll put this one in the bedroom. I was like, all right, though. <laughs> okay, Google Play Barry White. <laughs> it's playing Barry White. For you, so you can't make okay Google jokes when you have one. Do you have to say okay Google stop playing for it to stop? Oh, I can kind of hear it. <laughs> Is this going to get us like a DMCA thing? I mean, if Stan Morrison's lawyers don't get to us first. I mean, we can barely hear it, to be fair. Take me back to Ali McBeal. <laughs> what, uh, what exactly are you going to make love to right now, Connor? 
<laughs> the sadness on his face. Oh my god. <laughs> Listen, Paul, you don't want to fucking know the answer to that question. I really don't. <laughs> no, none of us do. Let's move on. <laughs> Anya, do you have a last uh, track on an album that's your favorite? I have to be honest. This is one that I would definitely have to think about. I do not have one. All right. Um, mine, I was just scrolling through. I was kind of cheating. I was looking through Spotify to see what album. Maybe I should. Cheat. Yeah. And-, and then I remembered that I used to fucking love this song. Um, it's Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from Dig Lazarus Dig. The last song is More News from Nowhere. Oh, yeah. I love that tune. It's like eight minutes long or something. And uh, I used to play it all the time. And I remember being at a house party in Cork City once with uh, my my mate Kate. We used to go out on Sundays on hairdressers nights and like just get pissed. Um, and then we randomly went back to some house party of strangers that we didn't know and they had cartons of cigarettes. It was all very strange. Um, but we were like the guests that they randomly met and we wanted to take over the music but they wouldn't let us so they would let us take over the music in a separate room and I just kept playing this song over and over again and then when Kate would get to it she would just play Heart Shaped Box so we were just the, the people that were only playing those two songs and like being super depressing and it was pretty funny. I think uh, Nick Cave strikes me as a guy that has like his um, aesthetic is one that lends itself to good final songs on records. You know, someone like Radiohead, their last song's like a wind down. A lot of bands have wind downs. But you know, Nick, yeah, that's when he's fucking slammed at home, you know? Well, the oh, More News From Nowhere is sort of slow and it's a little bit repetitive, but I, I just really Slamming really it home. <laughs> All right. And actually, going from oh. Nick Cave to PJ Harvey, to Nick Cave to PJ Harvey, You Float is a great song. Oh, I and love that's at the end of an album. I love that album so much. Mm. And We Float is a great song. Yeah. Cool. And Wait, Connor, I don't think Connor picked one, did he? Japan. I did. Remember oh, you did Hated not. Women? Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. It I, I talked the most out of anyone. <laughs> um, I, what's your top one? Um, well, do you know what? I was kind of, again, I'm such a music, but. Um, let me pull it up here, actually. And I, I was looking at this, and I was like, I couldn't split between these. So there's, I've got 30, 30 odd songs on this, and I love all of them. I'd say I could pick ten better though. There's some like, um, let's say, uh, like we were talking about Bob Dylan. There's two Bob Dylan songs on this. Which one? It ain't, it ain't me, babe. I love that. That's on uh, another side of uh, and. Buckets of Rain from uh, Blood in the Tracks. It's another amazing song. And uh, yeah, he's the only only character to get on here twice. <laughs> so. um, I'm scrolling through albums now and I find found another uh, Sharon Van Etten's from Are We There? The last song on that album is um, Every Time the Sun Comes Up. And that song. Oh, that Ooh. song's fantastic. It's so good. Hmm. Yeah, that album's a real downer. I was listening to it the other day, actually. <laughs> it's a downer record. It's not downer, but it's just like all heartbreak and wrenching. Yeah, any final words or anything before I stop recording? Bye. Um, <laughs> I, 